Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch, an in-depth look at the Archers with me, Harriet Carmichael, Lucy V. Freeman, Jeff Thomas and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Can you hear me echoing? No. Okay, now before good. Okay, sorry if anyone else can. Now before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in Ambridge. We began the week at the Bull with a cancelled 60th birthday party. Mrs. Watkins was devastated, as were we all when we discovered that despite the power cut, the fashion show was going ahead. <laughs> Lily had gone completely mad doing scenic backdrops for it. <laughs> And as it's happening in a pub with one straight line up and down, I couldn't quite envisage where these were going to go. Freddie had apparently done a million soundtracks, but quite what soundtrack is suitable for an elderly con man sauntering up and down a pub lit by people's mobile phone torches? I didn't know. Mia, like all young persons who think of themselves as anarchic disruptors, is incredibly susceptible to criticism from authority figures and went completely balmy at the prospect of her teachers coming to see the show. She vented her spleen by dumping poor Brad, who had refused to make himself look like a burke in a trilby, and then got a bit snappy with Lillian, who was only trying to redeem the general shitiness of a load of pensioners trotting around the pub in mothball-smelling cast-offs by offering to produce a glossy brochure. Lillian then responded by getting slightly above herself. She tittered gently at the prospect of helping sort out the clothes for the show and told Tracy and Emma it might be nice if they cleaned Jolene's car in January outside while Lillian watched from inside, giving them encouraging thumbs up. Hope they're in a union. Susan and Chelsea... Inve, sorry, the page has gone funny. Susan and Chelsea. God, where's it gone? Susan and Chelsea. Susan Leave and Chelsea. It, that. it was a brilliant uh, scene. <laughs> Susan and Chelsea invaded the dower house like little girls who'd been allowed a rainy day dress up session in their mother's wardrobe and eagerly ransacked Lillian's loft for all her frivolous chiffon numbers bought when she was in the honeymoon stages of various doomed relationships. <laughs> Unable to bear the drooling, Lillian left rapidly, pausing only as Susan carried on trying to talk to her to shout, Shut the f- front door. <laughs> this is not a trying on session, said Susan sternly to Chelsea as she paraded round the attic wearing a transparent blouse and yellow skirt. Admired by Chelsea wearing a kimono and a pair of kitten heels four sizes too big. A sinister sounding stranger appeared in the bull who Jolene appeared to be trying to avoid. To be honest, I too would try and avoid someone who, when arriving in a totally strange pub, decides to buy someone he's never met before a packet of smoky bacon crisps. <laughs> Tipping the barmaids I can get behind and I'm all for, but buying snacks for strangers is decidedly odd. Not as odd, however, as owning the Hound of the Baskervilles and letting it loose in the pub car park to attack unwary landlords. 
David went to visit Kenton in hospital and sounded remarkably chipper. His only response to Jolene was, oh, poor you, as if she'd had a bit of a sore throat rather than PTSD from seeing her husband with his leg hanging off. Harassment reviewed the footage, except there wasn't any because it had a power cut they'd all forgotten about, even though they'd all been giving the electricians so much caffeine, they'd wired up the lights and the ladies to the stereo, so every time anyone went for a wee, it played My Heart Will Go On. Poor Kenton then got yet another visitor who had zero idea about how to behave when visiting someone in hospital. Vince breezed in and thought it was appropriate to reenact the attack, which made poor Kenton hide under the bedclothes. He then moved on to cheering Jolene up by reminding her that Kenton was nearly killed. I was very impressed with that hospital, though. Single rooms and a barista that does cappuccino, as if. At the most, there's a vending machine with a sign that says out of odour on it. By the way, Vince, the correct behaviour when visiting someone in hospital is to ask them how the food is, find out as much as you can about all the other people on the ward and then tell the person about your own last trip to hospital. (laughs) Then you leave. It turns out the sinister man in the pub was a fan of Jolene's, which explains his apparent insanity in spraying £20 notes about like a geezer and setting his dog on total strangers. He seems to be part of some mysterious black country mafia, which Vince seemed to know all about. Surprise, surprise. Whether or not the Cradley Heath Capo di Tutti Capi had actually recognised Jolene is undetermined, as is what they were doing driving round with a van full of wolves. But anyway, now harassment's on the case, it's bound to be solved in a trice. Or, alternatively, until he gets bored, loses his special list that is headed Crimes to Found Out About and gets distracted by the new series of Gladiators. Anyway, Jolene was left back at the bull alone. You know when you're watching one of those grey gritty crime series on a Wednesday evening that only seemed to be filmed in grey and green and the woman detective on her own decides to go out in the dark where there is a serial killer on the loose to take her washing in or something? Well, that's what Jolene did. Rather than bipping her car alarm off through the pub window, which any sane person would do, she went trolling out into the car park to do it, whereupon she was promptly set upon by the Cradley Heath capo. I presume she was deeply shaken after this encounter, and knowing Jolene, slightly thrilled that he'd recognised her after 20 years. Maybe she'll give him an autographed bar mat. The end. I also got the impression that she is just a little bit pleased. <laughs> After all this time and he still you knew again. it was me. Thing well. is, Vince, he couldn't take his eyes off me all night, let alone his hands. Once seen, I'm never scared. Also, <laughs> she was like, I'm so scared. I'll never leave the bull again. And then it was like... Apart from... Oh, yeah. Is that my car alarm? <laughs> The pitch black, two a.m. <laughs> I, I love, I've lo- I've loved this week. I, I have love too. It's been so, except for how how genuinely horrific mm. the um, attack was. Mm. I fa- I texted you because I mm. I found it so shocking and scary mm. that mm. dog attack. I mean, not the um. Do you know? Do you know why that was really really scary? Why for so many people that was really really scary? It's a it's a primal fear. Because we are primed to be scared of wild animals. So when you hear it, you have a visceral reaction. You have a really, really deep down... So um, when you hear like a dog fight, it raises your levels massively, your adrenaline levels and your fight and flight and your heart goes funny and you go a bit shaky because it's your your sort of what they call lizard brain or whatever. The, you know, the deep down brain is going, whoop, you're under threat. Quick run. Because there's like two woolly mammoths yes. having a fight with... Well, no, with, woolly um, mammoths wouldn't fight with they because they were quite nice. But, oh, who um, would have fight? Saber-toothed oh, tigers wolves. and things like that. Oh, or they, saber-toothed just, tigers. Just big scary animals coming after you. That would be enough to be scary. 
Oh, God. Well, it's also because actually it, I thought it was incredibly well acted. It was. Didn't you? It was. It could it have was, gone so it, wrong. Oh, it could have been awful. It could have been. <laughs> ruff, ruff. Oh, yeah. ouch. Oh, get off me now. Oh, ruff, ruff, ruff. oh that's really hurting. Somebody help me. <laughs> But it was so violent, wasn't it? The, yeah. the noise, the, 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 it sounded so well. Well, as Vince said, that bloody great thing thundering <laughs> towards you. I was thinking, shut up, Vince, bloody hell. Oh. But I think hats off to Kenton yeah. and to, and yeah. to Jolene yeah. and to the incredible um, direction on that scene. That was brilliant. I and thought. even well, the group, but, of, but the so group of men muttering in the distance, that was scary in itself. That was, and also Kenton oh, yeah. leaning out the window going, oi, sorry, sorry, can you, but it was, that was really realistic, I thought, because he was like, yeah. I don't want to go, I don't want to go yeah. right out there if I don't have to. I'll just give them a little nudge to say leave and then they don't. Okay, I'll go out. And yeah, you know. it, all of that. Mm. Yeah, it was very well. Although the thing is, I couldn't listen back because I found it so terrifying. I think a lot I of just, people did actually. It was, there was a really it was so, strong reaction to it. So, but, and also, actually, it made me think that is one of the examples where I think radio is much more powerful mm. than telly. Because mm-hmm. I think even if you have had seen that bloody and violent and nasty, mm. it's much more powerful mm. to have imagined it mm. because there's something, it gets you, doesn't it? And also mm. because it's Kenton, who you don't... Because Jolene and Kenton just sort of bumble along. Yeah, they're a bit. Yeah. they're not background characters, obviously, are they? But they're never caught up. They're never really caught up in the drama. No, they're sort of observers. They're just so... totally focused on how they can make more money out of any given situation. <laughs> That's it. They don't really. The... Yeah. And who'd have thought that the um? Oh, the lights have gone off. Had did literally turn into attempted yeah. murder. Yes. It's what I said, Lucy. Yes, it's what I said. Well done, I was well right done, well done. all along. Um, yeah, so that was very shocking. Yes. And exciting. Yes. Well, it, it was, <laughs> was. Somebody said, who was it? Said, um, oh, that's it. Yeah. Catherine Rowan Jones, who headed her, her email with a big swear word. She said, I'm writing this while waiting for the adrenaline to ebb away 15 minutes after the episode ended. It's been yes. yada yada fashion show, fluffy car washing froth with just yes. one antennae twitch at Jolene's odd reservation. And then pow, out yes. of nowhere, Kenton's being mauled in the car park and it all sounds horrendously realistic. I'm really concerned for anyone who is experiencing flashbacks. Luckily, my mum is mostly okay, but the scars don't fade. So I presume there's something, her mum was attacked, um, which is awful. Oh, uh, yes, but and that's horrendous, isn't it? I mean, but she's right. It, we did, we, you know, we were all going, oh, come on. Yes, the fashion show and the car washing and then all of a sudden. Yes. Oof, yeah. I mean, last week we were, um, you know, having a little, tiny little moan, weren't we, about how how insignificant that Well, um, I was having a massive moan. You were having a <laughs> I, I, well, I was a discreet, tactful I was, I was trying to be more, more diplomatic. But, <laughs> but actually, you know, the last laugh is with the, the writers because yeah. that, that you sort of have to, you have to be lulled into a false yeah. sense of security yeah. for it to be such a yeah. blooming shock. And um, what was my other excellent point that I'd completely <laughs> forgotten? Now we'll never know. Oh, never mind. Um, Yes, it was. Oh, no, yes. I know. It was because I, I immediately thought, because obviously Jolene was like, oh, I'll go and take the drinks out when she was mm. avoiding the guy. Mm. And then when the attack happened, I thought, oh, my God. In fact, even before the attack happened, I thought she must over the, the money. That's Maybe what that's I thought. The she borrowed money to get. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I guess everybody thought that. That's the way it was going. 
And actually, that probably would have been maybe slightly more believable than mm. the um, because my stalker. it's all a bit. It's all a bit <laughs> kind of. Well, no, I the, mean, the, w- why? It, I mean, why? I can understand yes. she is the single most attractive woman in the world. I've got that. Of course, but, exactly. But in 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 her mind, but yes. nowhere else is. But um, <laughs> so but, but 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 what actually happened at that night? There, there was a I fight. Think, there has to be something more to it. It can't be just that he took a fancy to her, tried to get on stage. There was a fight. She said there was a fight. And, and then, there was a fight because, outside in the car park, she said, didn't she? And they all hid. And but, then also, but, or, or was the trigger that Kenton, you know, when he was announcing um, the winner of the longest mm. drinker and then he told them to shut up. When he was in the bar and he was oh. like, just before the winner is, he was like, come on, lad, shut up. I've told you once. He was a bit, he was a bit, he was a bit shouty at them. But that can't. No. Or was it, or, or was it because there was no CTV, CITV, <laughs> CBBC <laughs> in the car? Because obviously they knew the electrics were off. So therefore they yeah. knew that the um, cameras would be yeah. off. And so they were going to do their dog trading in the car park. Oh. I don't know. I don't kept, know. Somebody noticed that he said a nice quiet spot this. Yes, exactly. Which was a bit and of a... Yes. Um, Although those dogs aren't quiet. So no, they're not. Surely... Um, no. Any, yeah, I don't really know. But it, it's... Yes, it's... But it's slightly unbelievable that... that um, I mean, even the fact that she recognised him and he recognised yeah. her. Yeah. Although she hasn't changed in 30 years. Obviously. Let's face it. Obviously. She looks better, yeah. in fact. If, if anything. <laughs> um, anyway, I don't care because I absolutely love this mafia stuff. Yes. I, I'm so into it. Well, I'm really happy. I loved Jolene being thrilled to the nines when he had his <laughs> knife stuck in a whatever he was doing with her. Calm down there. Don't turn around. Oh, it's a very tingly knife you got there. <laughs> um, uh, d- d- this week was confusing for some of our uh, American listeners who still can't distinguish between different Birmingham accents, so thought everybody was Vince this week. Everybody. Um, including Michael Gorman, who said, I am handicapped in that I can't differentiate between different Midlands accents. I thought that the vaguely sinister inquisitorial person in the bull last week was Vince in disguise. And then Holden below, Vince pops up and is all tea and sympathy with Jolene and promising to use his business contact in the black country to track down someone who started a fight in a music venue years ago. No idea what he looks like and may or may not be the same person who set dogs on Kenton and may or may not be planning to burn down the bull. Only in our land yes I, I do this is but we do need do a little bit of clarification here do you think that's Michael? why they had to bring vince into the hospital just just, okay, just to remind to be us clear. not him <laughs> not him he he is wearing the white hat he is good man the vince other man bad man black goodie. hat yes 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 vince and just good. to be clear yeah. this is not the gray man but it yeah. could be but it could be oh god you'll start richard keeling off again oh no <laughs> Just, just so you know, just but no, they they made it. Um, I love it when they have a proper black country accent. Yeah. Or, you know, it's 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 a bit more interesting, isn't it? Than... I had two very funny experiences this week, both involving Birmingham accents. Not, oh, not yeah. um, uh, not that uh, Kenton being ripped to bits in the car park it was uh, funny, funny in any way. Um, uh, the hairdresser that I went to in in the nearest big town to me was telling me she's from Birmingham and she was telling me and I sorry for the accent of Birmingham people but she was telling me that um, she, she just had her baby and um, the her husband said he was going to stay up 
that she said to him, stay up the head end. I don't want you to see anything. Stay up the head end. He said, I'm going to bloody hell. It's like watching my favourite pub burn down. <laughs> Which was unpleasant. Oh, that is and then classic, she, classic she, dad at a birth scene. And then she was telling me about that. I said, could I, could I just use your loo before I go? She said, yes, you can. The plumber is on his way. It is usable. What we recommend is that you do your business, wash your hands, flush the chain, then run. Because <laughs> it kept flooding over the top. Oh, gross. Oh, God. So there were detailed instructions in the in the hairdresser's loo about running, oh. the importance of getting out of there fast before you get up to your ankles and wee. <laughs> anyway. oh. yes. But there's there's something about to a southerner, yeah. hearing about the black country feels like a sort of magical yes. land like where Mordor pirates live. It, well, exactly. Yes. I mean, I've been to How the do you get there? And it, Over and it, there. Yes, but that's the thing. Over I mean, it's just doom. it's just a beautiful part of the country, isn't it? But when you hear about it, it sounds quite mysterious and the, and a bit, yes. um, you know, a bit outlanderish. Yes. So I imagine. I, well, I imagine as well. If you're if you're not from the UK, it's um. I mean, I don't even... It's, it's called the Black Country because of the mining. Right, okay, yeah. Uh, so it's very which, rural, isn't it? Uh, well, no, not really. Is Kettering in the Black Country? No. That's where I've been. Oh. Where the heck? Hang on, hang on. No, not Kettering. Hang on, oh, there's another thing. Christ. Hang on, there's another place beginning with K. Mm. Hang on, hang on. I've definitely been there. There's a bridge. There's a bridge there. Right. There's like a, on a famous river that is like a famous river. Are you thinking of Shropshire? Why? The white? Mm. No. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. The black country is. You you explain it. Okay. I'll, I'll look. I'll look at the map. It's between. Uh, it's Dudley, Sandwell, Walsall, and Wolverhampton. Dudley and Tipton are considered to be the centre. Oh. I think oh, you're describing so it as beautiful. Is maybe a bit of a push. I'm not sure. Okay. I've never been to the black country then. No, yeah, I didn't think you had. You don't strike me as a black country girl, I have to say. No, I'm de- well, I'm not, I'm not claiming to be from the black no, country. No, or, or somebody that even knows where it is, which is what's actually <laughs> just happened. So, yeah. Oh, I, is Kettering near the Welsh border? No, Kettering's in the Midlands. It's near Market Harbour. Oh, hang on. Just, can you just talk amongst yourself while I just look at a map of the UK? God, here we go. It's another ill-advised stab. Apart from this time, I've actually got Wikipedia up, which tells me all about... Oh, okay. guess what? This is what? a good pub quiz question, by the way, that I, we, we did a quiz last night. Oh, no. Not what is one. the third biggest city in the UK? It goes London, Birmingham. Birmingham's actually the second biggest city. And what is the third biggest city in the UK? London, Birmingham... Manchester. No, that's what we all said. What is it? Leeds. Is it? Crikey. Yes. Also, the place I meant was Kidderminster. Right, right. Okay, so <laughs> yes. just to be clear. It is when like you say just to Birmingham. be clear, I think we're, we've just <laughs> in no way clear to anybody. <laughs> well, just to be clear, it looks like very near to the Black Country Living Museum. Okay. Kidderminster. Right. right. It's very pretty around there. Right. Apparently... Uh, no two black country men or women will agree on where it starts or ends. Okay. Um, <laughs> makes sense. And cultural parameters include unique or characteristic foods such as groaty pudding, grey peas Ooh. and bacon, faggots, gammon or pork hocks and pork <laughs> scratchings. Uh, black country humour as well is a, is a cultural thing and the black country dialect. Yes, babs. Yeah. 
<laughs> and that's it for my lesson in how to speak from the black yes. country. How yes, to speak Babs. not London. <laughs> there is London and, and there not is not London. to be London. confused with Birmingham. Yes. Um, now, I've got a friend, Ewan, and he's got a proper gorgeous black country accent okay i mean and it's so lovely and it's unbelievable that he's an actor that he's not on the arches because his mm. accent is so unique his voice is so unique well maybe he'll turn up now we've got lots of yes. black country people well but he doesn't sound mean he's got a very oh, light voice okay yeah he doesn't no, no, those panto, blokes sounded so mean didn't they yes he did sound mean they sounded I thought the first one sounded quite sexy but then, but then, but then, but then, when the dog went for everyone, I thought that's not no, sexy. No, that's, no. That's, that's not nice. No, 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 no. Nasty, Lucy. Nasty, but Jolene yes. thought it was sexy too. He, didn't she, she did clearly. <laughs> it did. Um, Kate Lloyd Jones said the published teasers for episodes overuse phrases like last night's shocking events when they're nothing like, but definitely applied to this one. I was rooted to the spot. <laughs> I know when you actually do get a Shay Cambridge to the core, you're like, oh, goodness. And it, I don't, yeah, yeah, but she's right because you're always like, yeah, right, yeah. as if it's going to. And um, then you're like, oh, my God, that was actually brutal. <laughs> but actually, weirdly, oh, I tried to record a tiny bit of it, but I think it was on, it must have been on the, I think it was on the Wednesday, Wednesday when they did, when they repeated the episode from Tuesday. There was a news story just before the Archers about banning those dogs. There's a, new type of breed of dogs that XL bully. About banning. Yeah. yeah yes yes and that was just before the episode which i yes. thought was i w- a lot really of people amazing. wondered that i don't think they'll go there because it's too um it's quite a, a hotly contested thing because yeah. what's happening is the people are now trying to get rid of the dogs quickly scotland hasn't brought in the same ban so a lot of these p- the people are moving to scotland with their dogs oh um, god so that the dogs oh, can remain you know, it's not the dogs, oh. it's the owners, no, blah, 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 I know. blah, and blah. Actually, I, but... felt, I felt like this week, obviously, of course, it's like this beast was a beast mm. and a wild animal and has to be put down. But but they kept going, oh, the horror, you know, the nasty dog. And you're like, well, it's not the dog's fault. No. It's the nasty owners yeah. and the yeah. people who are breeding these yes. beasts yeah. to be feral and violent. The thing it's... is, you can, the reason that you, I mean, I presume it's a, it's a, it's a problem everywhere. It's not just in the UK, but you can be stopped for carrying a gun you can be stopped for carrying yeah. a knife you cannot be stopped for owning Car- a dog that is yeah. capable of killing somebody yeah or at least being threatening enough to somebody that enables you to get what you want so that's why these dogs have become so so popular and that's why they're now trying to bring in the ban the trouble is these dogs are crossed so many times there's not like one yes. dog that you can point at and say that is an xl bully no, because no. they've they've been crossed with mastiffs. They've been crossed with goodness knows what. All kinds of breeds. A lot of the breeds coming out of America, and they don't even know what they. We're not even sure what they are here. So having a blanket ban on one breed is really, really difficult to enforce. God, it's like another virus, mm. a pandemic of bad dogs. And also, I suppose it gives it's it's um, unfair, isn't it, on the poor old breeds that have been crossed but look like yeah. the bad breeds, yeah. but they're actually fine. Oh, poor yeah. old dogs. Mm. No, it's it's awful, and and it's yeah, but it's a really, as we said earlier, it's a it's a very we have a very visceral reaction to it as as yeah. humans listening to that yeah. I think, and so it makes excellent drama because it's terrifying to listen to. Oh God, yeah. Well, it's like it's it's what the Hound of the Baskervilles was was based on. Oh, this yes. idea of this creature yes. that everyone knew was out there. They weren't quite sure what it looked like. They just saw their glow, and it kind of feeds Fangs. into folklore and yes, all this kind absolutely. of thing. So it's a. It's a huge thread that runs through 
you know, uh, and aren't British they trying to bring? Folklore. Are they trying to bring wolves back into the UK? Um, they have. It keeps being mooted, but the farmers are obviously very concerned about their sheep. Yeah. So you've got the wildlife lobby, and then the the the, the, the rewilding say, lobby, and then you've. I'd got say the, don't bother. I'd say probably. What about <laughs> let's bring hedgehogs back and encourage or, them more? Or, well, it's slightly or less more, more, than wolves. More but, doctors and nurses. Yeah. But. Yes. Also that. <laughs> um. Uh, Ellen Hughes, you know, we talk about, you said about bringing whales, um, bringing wolves back. <laughs> whales back. Whales. We must yeah. have more whales. Yes. <laughs> Living um, in Wales. Yes. And also, uh, you said about the bison. Yeah, yeah. She's told me that there are some bison near me. Oh, wow. The Rieg estate near Corwen keeps bison. I keep driving past that and thinking, oh, that looks lovely. I must go in there when I've got time and I haven't had yet. Uh, and they, they, it's a huge farm shop and estate. Uh, Nick Corwin. as in R-E-E. It's, it's R-H-U-G, but you pronounce it Reek. Yeah, I'm just looking it up. Um, it serves an excellent bison burger. They aren't kept in oh, a rewilding wow. wood pasture type context like the ones Harriet mentioned in Kent, but they are still delicious and the farm shop is excellent. I w- used to work for the local vet practice and went on a couple of visits to the bison. They were bloody enormous. Yeah. Luckily, they had very good handling facilities, though, so no one got trampled. Uh, she said, oh, yeah, this it looks week- like a lovely, lovely yeah. place. She said, it's one of those places where you can go and you pop in for, to, have a, to have a look and emerge £85 lighter <laughs> thinking, know, oh, God, I Nightmare. only bought some fudge and a bottle of cordial. <laughs> and a massive bison burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, poor old Kenton and poor old dog. She, oh, she said, this week's been a wild ride from last week's utter tedium to this high drama. Good God oh. Almighty, what the hell oh, was that? Oh, is that Cooper? That's Cooper throwing his toys out the brown. No, it wasn't. What's just Who happened? Who was it? Was it no one? Well, it wasn't me. Is it Anne? Is she still there? No, it wasn't me. What was it, Harriet? Was it Jeff? Seriously, it wasn't me. No, I, pr- I swear to God, Lucy, I swear to God that came through my headphones. But it's not me. Nothing's but here. It, no, but it's not me. Oh, my God. We've been poltergeisted. No, Lucy, that that wasn't from my end. Well, it wasn't from my end either. That was a banging tray mm. or something. Mm. Oh, my God. We're going to have to listen back because that was a ghost. Then. Quick, get it... Danny Robbins. Quick, quick. <laughs> oh, yes. Quick. Lucy, this is going to be Cross fertilization podcast. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, look, I heard my echo again. Oh, God. I need to turn my headphones down. Can you hear me now? Yes. No, I can still hear a bit of an echo. I can't hear anything. Anyway, okay, fine. If you can't hear it, it's fine. Mm. Sorry, well, that was <laughs> Anyway, that is weird. I'm, we, when we listen back, we'll be able to find out. And if we can't hear it, then that's <gasps> extra weird. It is. Then we should just have ourselves sectioned because we're hallucinating. Love it. It's synchronised. Um, she said, uh, poor old Kenton and poor old dog who is doing what it's been trained to do by his owners but will pay the price. Let's hope Vince and his dodgy underground black country contacts can help. Yeah. Yes. Definitely can't. Uh, definitely can't. Definitely going to make no. it worse. But definitely going to make it worse. <laughs> but still do more than Harrison that he's going to. Because yeah. he is so out of his depth in this. He He's like me. He thinks the black country is Kidderminster. Yeah. If we... <laughs> hey, Kettering. Isn't it? Down there somewhere. Andrew Stewart wants our assurance. He said, if I continue to pay my Patreon subscription, can you guarantee... But if I'm ever rushed into hospital, Vince won't suddenly appear at my bedside for no apparent reason. 
Go he was, on. He was Tell the us all about it. How much blood would you say there was on a scale of one to hemorrhage? <laughs> and then Shula was so schoolish about it. Wasn't yeah. I don't think we need to talk yes. about this now, Vince. Rather than just going, oh, do you know, Vince, oh, you wouldn't mind getting me a coffee, would you? <laughs> she told him off proper. Yes, yes. Just go away. Go away. <laughs> you don't know how to behave. Go away. Um, uh, Anne Cure said... Um, <laughs> oh dear, she was listening to us. She's an organist. <laughs> yes, oh and she dear. was listening to us d- through the um, online Unitarian service. Um, and she said she had to laugh quietly so that she didn't interrupt the service. Anyway, she said, I think Harry's hip is being rejected the same way the listeners are rejecting him. Don't tell my friends and family you've had joint replacements. And she was fascinated in a rather disturbing way by um the uh the the story we had about um the the the, the, the basically the the internal massage of the lady sheep to get it to take yeah. on yes yeah um, we were all disturbed yes she said why did sheep shagging never feature in james Harriet's books wouldn't it take two people with one to check for the glazed look or just someone <laughs> with a long arm and also, she said, formerly living in Maine in the US where the northern part of the state raised many sheep, I thought I'd heard all the sheep jokes, clearly or glazedly not. <laughs> yes, I was wondering how you'd crane round to see, to see the um, the expression on the face oh, of the sheep. Oh, God, sorry. I can hear a disturbance this end. I can. A, sorry, that, that's a child. Okay. Well, that's brilliant. Okay, come and say hi and then you can run down again. It's Lucy. Come and say hi, Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hello, love. Have you got a friend to play? Have you got a friend? No, you're watching telly, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. You're going to go carry on watching? Yeah. Well done. I'll take well, this and I'll read it to everyone. Okay, good boy. Okay. Yeah, only says what uh, um, yeah. the picture is. Um, look. Okay, okay. Wait, wait. Sorry. Do you see the picture? It says what the picture is. Oh, look. yes. Oh, look. Yeah, Bluey. Bluey. Bluey, well done. Uh, yep. Mom. Oh, well Dad. done. That's brilliant. He's, he's made a book. That wow. Is lovely. Thank you so much. Good boy. You can go and have a snack. Go and get Hal to give you a snack. Good boy. Well done. Off you go. Bye. Yeah. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Has he made a Bluey book? That's very good. Oh, he's so, he loves making picture books. Oh. Yes, yes. We're basically like a publishing house. <laughs> and it's, and it's, I'm constantly sta- stapling books. Sometimes I have to put string to make... Oh, it's, oh, it's great. No, it's brilliant. Really I used happy. to do that. And then I moved on oh. to... I got a reel-to-reel tape recorder from somewhere, a second-hand one, and I used to make radio shows. Oh, yes. I used to make... Of course. Mm. Because I used to force my sister to be interviewed endlessly. Yes. She was like, we I don't want to, do. to be interviewed. Go, no, tough. Sit down. You've got to be... <laughs> We used to do radio shows. Isn't it sad that kids can't really do that anymore because they've got the technology has moved on so yes, much. Yes, they can actually produce something that Radio Four wouldn't sniff at. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why we like doing this, Lucy. It's like all our dreams come yes, true. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We have, and, and we have music. And we have. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Anyway, sorry for that interruption. Um, ah, Terry White says, about this Kenton slash dog thing, any chance that it dates back to that strange few weeks a few years ago when Jolene went off on tour as a backing singer, came back, and nothing was ever mentioned again. Oh, yes. What if something happened back then and they finally tracked Jolene down to exact their revenge? I think it was just the singing would be enough for them to have uh, sort of price on their head, on, to be honest. She went off on tour, didn't she? Did. She? she did. Oh, yeah, and then it was just never, ever mentioned. No, she came back. <laughs> that was it. But she was supposed to be having a record contract and then it didn't happen. Yes, that's oh, right. Yeah. Oh, God. I just love, I love this. I love the, the madness of this. Of this. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Janine said, poor Kenton being comforted by Jolene, then in breezes David cheerily asking copious <laughs> questions. When he said, I see you've got a drip. I was waiting for Kenton to reply, and its name is Dave. <laughs> Lovely scene with Susan and Chelsea trying on Lillian's oh, yeah. clothes and then Lillian explaining about where they were from or why she couldn't wear them anymore. Just when I was feeling a bit jaded with the archers over the last few weeks, especially with boring hip Harry, then this week has been <laughs> so good. So good. Yes. So that's it. We why do we forget that this is what they I do? It's they play. They with us, give don't us they? a couple. They do the little teasers. If any of them listen to this, which I'm ninety nine percent certain <laughs> they absolutely don't, um, then you can imagine them just sitting there and saying to themselves, "Just wait, just wait, just wait for Tuesday. Wait for." And there we go. We're like, "Oh my god, this is so brilliant!" Um, there, were, there was also some excellent stuff from Susan this week, wasn't there? Yes. The fact, the fact that. The fact that Mia just completely dismissed Neil as yes. being too fat and ugly. She can't see how attractive he is. <laughs> I just thought that was all excellent. Yes. I just need to, sorry, I just need to have an yep. urgent message. That, anyway, I have replied. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's quick. Well done. Cop. Uh, I just put the word no. That was why. <laughs> it's very quick. Um, Hi, Mum. Can we have some money? <laughs> no. Uh, Rachel Ramsey said, um, oh, dear. I'm so sorry, Rachel. I've been listening to your most excellent podcast for a few months now and love it, but this is my first email to you. While there's lots I could rant about following a week of abovely average dire storylines, this is from last week she's talking about, not this week. Yeah. The incident that has prompted me to finally go from lurker to emailer is that this morning I awoke from a dream in which I had no idea what was going on and in my dream I found myself singing, What the hell is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe it. I'm so sorry. I don't know. We've accidentally created some kind of. No, because didn't someone else? Have yes, it? yes. He keeps of... Febreze oh, keeps God. turning up in people's dreams, either as a serial <laughs> killer or as a Japanese serial killer or as um, <laughs> just himself, bizarrely. And also, people keep singing. Oh God! Finding themselves singing. What the hell <laughs> is happening here? Matt, Matt's created so, uh, uh, something that's too earwormish. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, Rachel Pickering was talking about um, uh, Mia. Quick question about Mia. She's very passionate about causes and determined to get things right. I know she was very young when Nick died, but didn't her mum also champion several causes and sometimes at the expense of her relationships with other people in Ambridge? I could be wrong, but I seem to remember Nick volunteering at the church. 
Yes, she did. You're right, Rachel. And she did also, she didn't ever shy away from saying exactly what she thought about oh, things. That's true. That's totally true. Mia mm. is like Nick. They've, mm. they've nailed that, actually. Mm. Yeah, because mm. um, Nick was never afraid to speak her mind, was no. she? No, and she had quite a hot temper. She was quite um, impulsive. Yeah, and then, but she was and then passionate about, yeah. about helping at the church. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, oh, she did the Sunday school, didn't she? Yes. Yeah. Um, this is from Deb, who said, um, why was Jolene acting so oddly when that man came in? Does she have a backstory? Was she a gangster's mole in a previous life? Why did a bunch of thugs turn up after closing time with vans, trailers and dogs? My theory is that Kenton unwittingly foiled an illegal dogfighting ring. But we've had that before. And Deborah says the dogfighting story isn't a new one. If you're listening in the noughties, you may remember a character called Darren. Well, she said Darren, but it was Daryl who was oh, yeah. in prison briefly and got coerced yeah. into finding a suitable venue for his cellmate, Des. And that's where um, David was injured, wasn't he? Was he shot? Oh, because he uh, yeah. yeah he came yeah, into the barn and right. they were they were they were they were threatened because yeah. um because do you remember Ruth got that sinister phone call? Oh yes, yeah yeah that was to do with the dogfighting ring. Um, I actually looked up Daryl, the actor that played Daryl, because I was reading an interview with him, and he is the most angelic, cuddly looking, oh. <laughs> dear faced little man. And quite how we ended up playing Daryl, I don't know, but anyway, um, because he had Daryl's girlfriend was called Elena, wasn't she? God, you've got a good memory. Elena. Only because I've read it again um, recently, but yeah. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we've done dog fighting. So I think it's more what you said, Harry. I think it's more dog trading. Dog trading. Trading. And just general mafioso. Yes, general activities. You know. Um, um, uh, in fact, I was watching Griselda last night. That the Netflix thing about um oh I don't know what that is um, it's rubbish don't watch it but uh, but okay. I just watched the first episode and I thought oh this is what the Archers was going for she's a she's a Colombian drug um baron uh, oh, and it's right. Sofia Vergara from um oh I love her yes oh, I love her yes. all right oh that's okay so but not worth watching no I don't think so but <laughs> okay um, I'll stick to the Archers but uh, yes I was going to say but yes I had a very mafiosi week. Um, Richard Keeling says, I know there's more important things going on in Ambridge at the moment, but what the fuck does Lillian wear that looks good on her and Chelsea? <laughs> I, no, it's that I vintage see... thing, isn't it? <laughs> no, but also like, yeah, that exactly. And actually, I, I reckon a really beautiful silk shirt yes. actually would look great on anyone yes. who wore it. Yeah. As long as it, because it'd probably be a little bit more oversized on Chelsea. Yeah. But she'd wear it well and do yes. something yeah. funky with it. And it's I actually classics, didn't think... Isn't it? Apart from the, as you said, it was all a bit, there was, you know, it was quite a, quite a um, high end production for uh, just Bert, as you said, sort of being wheeled yeah. around. But I, I ended up thinking, I think this is a really good idea because mm. you do actually end up buying clothes that you yeah. see being worn by yeah. other people. Mm. And, it, and if it, and if it's just a pair of jeans going for a fiver and someone not too stinky is wearing them mm. on the stage, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure I would have worn anything modelled by Bert. <laughs> Who, can you imagine the sort of sweat? Has he got his colostomy bag screwed in properly? Oh, otherwise God, I'm not yet. stop. But, you know, if you did see someone young and attractive wearing a, a very expensive, I don't know, handbag or something, you might go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll mm. get that. Yeah. And also, so, it's, you have to have that confidence to think, I think that would look, I. It, it's like you need 
it's, it's how Instagram works, isn't it? You need the validation that your taste is okay because other people yes, have got the same thing. Absolutely. So if you see Chelsea wearing something and you think, right, she knows what she's doing and yeah. she says that's nice, therefore that's nice. If you're a bit, yeah. you know, insecure about things. Yeah, mm. exactly. And also they need to, yeah, exactly. And they can wear it differently to show you how to wear it nice. Yes. I mean, a silk shirt is a silk shirt, so it's just a good piece Even of... if you wear it over like a vest top and jeans, it still looks lovely. Yeah, mm. lovely. Mm. Have a little belt round it, Lucy. If it's long enough, it could be a little dress. Yeah, <laughs> could really get into this. Uh, so, yeah, I wasn't... I think, I think fair enough. That was a good idea. Yes. Um, David Thomas has messaged about Lillian. He said, until recently, Lillian was my favourite character, and not only because of her prodigious gin consumption, although that helps. I hope that I'm wrong, but I think she's becoming the new Peggy. Evidence. No. One. Lillian was as keen as mustard to get Alice together with the socially suitable Harry Chilcott without knowing anything about him. He just looks and sounds the part. Remember when Titchy Knob came on the scene? Peggy thought that the sun shone out of his nether regions based on the same thought process, as far as I can tell. Two. Lillian almost had a do you know who I am moment with poor Mia. She spoke to her in the most high-handed manner, obviously channeling Jenny, know your betters, darling. (laughs) Three, Lillian gets poor Tracy to clean Jeline's car. What? Tracy has enough to do without cleaning Jeline's car. It's not Bob a job week. All of this points to Lillian getting more and more uppity and imperious, and I don't like it. What happened to the warm and generous Lillian we used to know and love? What a shame that she has come to the front of the queue for yet another inexplicable personality transplant. Still, genes will out. Oh, yeah, I, I thought Emma and Tracy were surprisingly chipper about do, doing all this yes. domestic and then, jobs. And then even, even not having, in their job description. Even having time to have a little a little foam fight with the... With I know. The, the, yeah. And I thought, I, no, it's January. You'd go, oh, God, can we go in I now? Know. Right, Or fine. you'd go... Do you know what? And actually, a day off that's paid yes. is a lovely treat. And yes. Because I work so hard and I'm so loyal to this pub. Yes. Wouldn't it be nice if the owners just went, do you know what? Have, have yes. the day off. Yes. You know? Or, yes. Yeah. Anyway. Rather than the shareholders sticking her oar in and making yeah, it do it's a bit, I think work. it's. I thought it was a bit... I thought they, it made Tracy and Emma also sound a bit servanty, yes. didn't it? When they yeah. were sort of like mm. scurrying around going, we'll do anything we can to help. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, it's a bit like, it was a bit like Clary and Susan in the in the dairy yeah. with with, yeah. with Helen going, yeah, you've all done terribly well. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've even put your silly little names in the paper. Aren't you glad? Have you ever seen your names in a newspaper before? If you can't oh, read, I'll point them out to you. That's you. Thank and that's you. Majesty. <laughs> <laughs> I love working here. It's my favourite part of the day. In fact, I pay them to be allowed to work here. Thank you. Um, James Everett says he is doing a fashion show. This semester, no. this semester for our university course, we have to organise a fashion show. Maybe oh, I should gosh. do the Mia Grundy method and insult everyone. Hopefully mine isn't a shambles like the Ambridge attempt. And if Lillian would like oh. to pay for our programmes, I would not say no. <laughs> God, James, that's, oh, how funny. In a twist of life meets art. Yes. Let us how know cool. how it is going. Oh, please do. You have to, do. do you have to design the clothes? I don't know what course he's doing. Yes, do you have to no, design exactly. it or market it or what? I thought he was doing drama. I don't know. Or English. I don't know. If Maybe we can help, studies? James, let us know. I don't know how. I don't think you really, do you want a glossy programme? I mean. <laughs> do you want, do you want senior models? <laughs> <laughs> I shall pimp Harry it out. As a senior model. <laughs> I'm terribly much younger. Yes, than terribly Kenton. much younger than Kenton. Yes, terribly much. Um, 
now. I've forgotten what we're doing. What are we doing now? Uh, oh, anyway, yes. if there's a silk shirt though, James. Yes. I'll buy it. Yes. I'll buy okay. it. Because yeah. I've tried to use Vinted. Do you ever use Vinted? Yes. Vinted. Mm. I don't like Vimto. it. Vimto. No. Vimto. Everybody loves it, but I just I can't get along with it. What is it you don't I, like about it? I just, there's too much choice. Okay. You're not sure if it's scuzzy or not scuzzy. Mm. And I just not, I'm just not willing to go there. I'd rather see it. I just need to see see it. Mm. My, my, I think my daughter's generation, I'm not suggesting that you're they not my it. daughter's generation, no. Harriet, because obviously you are. <laughs> but they just use it. They, yes. they are they so rarely go to actual shops. Yeah. That's yeah. a totally different shopping experience for them. Yes. As far as I can tell, they go to shopping centres to drink milkshakes and come home again and then do all their <laughs> yeah. shopping online. Yeah. And they never, they never look at the fabric or... No. Or, and they just... It's just this continual trooping backwards and forwards to the post office, sending things back and then buying it and then and then putting it on vintage and then getting another box of someone else's clothes and you know, which is is you know if it is circular is absolutely brilliant and what yeah. we should be doing, but it is it's a shame it isn't though because so much of when you buy cheap shitty clothes, so yeah. much of what you send back just goes straight onto yeah. into landfill because they can't be asked to yeah to that's true it. i do worry about with asos if they you know like you send it back and you're like mm, is it gonna be mm. well that's what chelsea said isn't it that and... she keeps the label on <laughs> where is it was yeah. and then sends it she's a monkey that's you definitely yeah. should not but do that is very naughty isn't that what most people under 20 do yeah i think it probably is God, so naughty can you imagine doing that lucy no, i mean i probably did do it when i was a student oh i was much too good i was no way i'd do that <laughs> um even if it looked terrible and i hated it i'd just force myself to wear it because i'd spent money on it so that was that <laughs> um now we're going to do yeah. let's let's ruin everybody's week by playing this what the hell is happening what the hell is happening here? um and i hope they don't have that in their dreams as well <laughs> That would be slightly weird. Oh. Um, <laughs> imagine if, yes, if you're dreaming about Kenton and then a massive duck comes out the back of a van <laughs> and attacks him. Um, do you remember last week's clip when Susan had had her hair done? Yes. And Neil, yeah. Yeah. And Neil Loved went, it. whoa! Um, uh, so that was, Susan, James says, Susan had just got her hair done for Jennifer's cocktail party to celebrate her new kitchen. Most oh, people right. in the village thought it was an awful look, except to Carol Tregoran, who thought it brave <laughs> of Susan to try something new and that more people should try it. <laughs> Cocktail party for Jenny's new kitchen. Mm. Oh, Susan, whose new kitchen? Jenny's. Um, no, t- Jenny's new kitchen. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm. I remember that. Um, and he also says, P.S. David is back. That means Pip can't be far away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, James. <laughs> he can smell her. <laughs> um, so this is this week's clip. You ready? Yep. James, are you up here? What's going on? Has Leonie left? Darling? Talk to yourself, Lillian. Look, I- I- I've got your dressing gown. I- I'm going to hang it up in the bathroom. All right, James? No. <gasps> James!
Because <laughs> they were in the bath together, were they? <laughs> oh, right. Ma! That's my friend Roger May. I wish he'd come back. Ma! Um, so, Lily, so Leonie and, um, Rog- and, and James had split up, hadn't they? They must have split up. And he came back to live with Lillian. And then... No, this was, this was when they were first getting together. Oh, I see. That's why it was such a shock. I was going to say, yes. why was she so shocked? Oh, I so see. So I think that they were in the bath together. And I think that he'd been flirting with Brenda. Oh, right. And, and Lillian didn't know what was going on. And, oh, and so it was like a bit farcical. <laughs> yeah, because Brenda used to work for uh, yes. Lillian and yes. Matt, didn't she? Yes, yeah. <gasps> oh, that's so funny. Oh. <laughs> I've got your dressing gown, darling. <laughs> that's how I get into a Lillian voice. A, a machine gun <laughs> voice. <laughs> Jen, 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 darling. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I've got your dressing gown. Oh, God, that's brilliant. That's a great clip. So I think my guess is that's what it was, that it was they were in the bath together. Yeah. He, James had been flirting with Brenda or having a relationship with Brenda. Poor Brenda. She sort of, everybody had to go on Brenda, didn't they? And, um, and, and <laughs> then... she left. She couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> she was exhausted. <laughs> and then, um, uh, and then uh, Leonie, sort of their relationship moved on and Lillian didn't know. And I guess because for, for, for new listeners, I, I, I suppose, who, who weren't listening back then... Because James is, because obviously we never hear, we never really hear James and Leonie. No. But obviously James is Lillian's son and then Leonie is Robert's yes. daughter, yes. isn't she? Yeah. So yeah. they met in the village. Yes, but they met briefly in the village, but then their relationship sort of oh, blossomed yeah. off Mike. Yeah. 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 Yes. So. Uh, Thanks, James. That's fun. <laughs> last week's competition was to win all the lovely um the pampering stuff, the pampering the face things masks the uh, sheet masks from our nutriactive range sheet, sheet masks you've got to be careful how you say that <laughs> shit masks from nutri <laughs> shit masks from nutriactive <laughs> Sorry. And there goes our sponsorship. Uh, anyway, sorry, never you mind. Just say that, yeah, could you just sorry? Could you just say that one more time? It's, we, we, it was a bit funny the way shit masks from Nutri Act. Okay, um, let's change the voiceover. Uh, yes, uh, that's lovely. Who's who's won it then? Well, um, I picked this week. Oh, well done, sorry. Lucy. With a face mask on. Largely because I forgot to send it to you guys so you could pick. So I just thought I should get to pick. (laughs) And I really liked this one. Especially point three. This is from Rachel Harris, who has won. And she says, the rehoming of Hilda Ogden. She should go to Shula. One, Vickers nearly always have cats, so it'll help with Shula's training. Two, Hilda will have to move to Sunderland. And who knows, maybe being away from Ambridge and nearer the northern roots of her namesake will mean she has a personality change and becomes a calmer, nicer cat. And three is my favourite one. If you just put this, Rachel, you'd have won. The main and most important reason, she can then be called Hilda Ogden Hebden Lloyd whenever Shula takes her to the vet. <laughs> that is a winning answer. Hilda Ogden Hebden Lloyd. I really like that. I might change my own name to Hilda Ogden Hebden Lloyd. So well done, Rachel. Can you oh, please brilliant. send me, how through whatever means you choose, um... 
your name and address and your mobile number because the couriers always want that. And I will then send that to the PR lady who will send you your Aww. skincare stuff. And when we next see you, you'll be glowing and Glo- radiant. Yes. And, and you'll look we'll all... 40 years younger, even though we don't know what you look like now. <laughs> 40 years younger. Tests on three women over 30 days. <laughs> Uh, well, yes. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, and next week, uh, Harriet is skiing. Are you not? You're all right, Lucy. Sorry. What? <laughs> Am I is it a secret? It, don't, well, don't tell the world. Okay. They'll come and break in. Oh, I see. She's not skiing. She's at home with some big dogs. <laughs> Ski. Mm. I'm skiing in Milton Keynes right. at the yes. snow dome. Yes. Yes. Um, and... the, big, the big dogs will come. So it is me they'll and do some, they'll do some trading in my garden. <laughs> it's not I'm your garden anyway. Cat. It's your neighbour's garden. It's fine. <laughs> um, and next week, Jeffy is going to be doing this with me. Oh, thank you, Jeff. He is. This, this is what he's doing this week, right? This week. Oh yes, go on. Yeah. This this sounds to me like hell on earth. He's so happy about it, you wouldn't believe. He's <laughs> flown over. He's in Scotland. Watching oh, nice. the world's worst football map. He'd actually active. There's a group of them and they go and see terrible bottom league football oh. matches. Um, and they have breakfast wine, Harriet. Oh, no. Breakfast oh, no. wine. Exactly. No. Listen to this, right? Is there a fight going on? Yeah, don't worry. I'm going to shut the door. Hang on. <laughs> I think that's going to interfere with the message. One second. Golly. They'll scrap it out. They sound quite yep. aerated. <laughs> it's the girls. They always are. Oh, okay. All oh, right, okay. Okay. No yep. dogs. Okay, right. No Listen dogs. to this, right? Yep. Ooh. princely sum of £40, we have got a ticket for Lockheed United's game today. Uh, plus, eight, uh, I'm quoting, these are all quotes, um, two-course lunch... <laughs> Uh, with wine, <laughs> I can only imagine how good that wine's going to be. Uh, two course lunch with wine, five pints, um, a mid match snack, which will be a half time pie, um, and apparently we have to meet the players as well. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. So that'll be something. But you can't argue with the value for that. Eh? No. Bargain! Wow, did the cost of the match? That's only about seven pound fifty. <laughs> and he's meeting said, the players. He said they're going to lose about like seven nil or something because they always do. <laughs> oh, I think that's actually really sweet. I can see why he's so excited. <laughs> he's having such a lovely time, and it just sounds like hell on earth. Breakfast wine alone just and makes me come out what's, in a rash. What's strange about it is because usually you'll get lunch with. A bottle of wine or something, but plus five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in London, forty pounds wouldn't even buy you five five pints, let alone the lunch and the wine. It is but... with five pints of what? But <laughs> probably breakfast wine. And how have they worked it out? You know, oh, like God, five know. is oh, it's yes. just enough to get them jolly, yeah. but uh, not enough to get them carried out. So <laughs> he's coming oh, here luck, later, oh, and when well, he's coming here tomorrow, and I've, I'm expecting him in a body bag. <laughs> I think that's the end to arrive he will be delivered to that yeah, yeah, just the slither the down the drive and then that'll 
I'll just sort of scoop him up at the bottom, haul him in by his feet. Sober him up by next week's yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. For the right. Pod. He's going to you know, be on mineral water and energetic walks for <laughs> the week. Oh, you could do some content for Instagram. Yeah. Oh, no. William's coming and he's going to, he said, don't you film it, mum, because you're rubbish. <laughs> so he said, I will film he's going to do a proper reel. some reels for Harriet, he said. Excellent. Okay. Thank yes. you, William, because... Yes. I tried to do something this weekend. I just, I just ran out of ideas. Okay. I actually did draw a picture of a very vicious dog, but then I thought it might be a bit triggering for people, so mm. I didn't put it on. Mm. Also, you really have to be careful <laughs> what you put on about vicious dogs at the minute because people are very, very Well, I, exa- exactly. I thought I could get trolled. Yes. And I wouldn't want that Yes. on my nice, clean Shambridge account. No, Exactly. Yes, no, none of no. the trollings. I thought twice, which is what you should always do on Instagram. Yes. <coughs> and on Twitter, think 14 times and then don't do it anyway. <laughs> yeah, just don't post just, it. Don't that post just do what I do and just never, ever post. Yeah, just leave, basically. <laughs> okay. um, okay. Right. Oh, and now we are talking of dogs, but not very dangerous ones this time. Oh, yeah. We are crossing over to the village green where Monty and Hilda Ogden are having a chat. Hilda! Hilda! Over here! Monty! Stop shouting! They'll think we're fighting and someone will interfere. Probably Joy. We mustn't draw attention. Monty, stop wagging! I can't help it. It does it by itself. Right, I'm trying. No, no, it's gone again. I'll sit on it. There. Linda's only in the shop, so I probably haven't got long to talk, unless Susan's on. Monty, I've got to get away. I've been stuck in a two-bedroom cottage with a gammon who's never had a cat before. Do you know what he was giving me for dinners? Wednesday was half a can of tuna, Thursday was chappy, and Friday was spaghetti bolognese. Spaghetti? He panicked. And now look where I am. At least old Lindy knows what she's doing. But she knows too much. She's always reading these American dog websites. So far, I've been on the raw food diet. I've had a harness, a soft lead, a rigid lead, a hypoallergenic calming bed, and I've got enrichment toys everywhere. There's nothing wrong with me. I just want to be left alone to lick myself. Well, at least old Brian can't stop me doing that. The thing I miss is Kate. Kate? I didn't think you were that keen. Oh, I can't stand her. She's completely batshit. But when you've been in a running battle with someone for three years, you miss it. Crapping in her yoga bag, dragging her wallet under the bed, clawing holes in her cashmere throw, sitting on a copy of this week's Guru magazine so she can't read it. That sort of thing. What did she do to you? If it was a battle? Oh, nothing. I mean, she couldn't. I'd just bite her every chance I got. But she'd sort of seethe, which was nice. And old Pegleg was right behind me, of course. She knew exactly what I was doing. Sometimes she'd even help me. It was her idea to push Kate's iPad into the bath. Oh, you can understand it when the poor old cow was living in a miasma of patchouli. And every time she asked for a cup of tea, she got robosh and a lecture on caffeine. I get hypoallergenic dog treats. Can you imagine? Ruby Bellamy, right? She gets Underwood's pate. Pate! Sometimes it's duck. I get things made out of hemp. Tastes like slippers. Worse than slippers. 
I wouldn't mind if they gave me actual slippers. Well, I've got to get out. I've escaped twice and they got me both times. The second time was only because my camo bandana slipped. This time I'm staying away. I'm going feral for a bit. And then I'm going to Jacob's. Private healthcare. Jacob on hand all the time to take care of any little aches and pains I might have. I'm not getting any younger, Monty. In-house physician right there. What do you reckon? Oh, I'd hate that. I don't like Jacob. I went in the first time and it was all very nice and we were all very friendly. And then the next thing I remember, I woke up a bit sore and I didn't feel at all the same about Robert's trouser leg. Well, it's the open road for me, kiddo. I've got a rucksack full of dreamies and a plan. So I'll say goodbye, and I'll see you on the other side when I've got Jacob running round after me and Kate hysterical with furious jealousy. Oh, good luck. I'm sure you'll be... Oh, look! There's Ruby. Look, with Justin. Ho, ho, ho! Look at her! What a knobber! Ruby! Ruby! Got your little coat on, have you? Is it Burberry, is it? Are you and Daddy out in matching coats, Ruby? When are you going to get a little trilby, Ruby? Look at her, Hilda. Hilda? Hilda! Oh, she's gone. Oh, she's good. Thank you very much, Monty and Hilda Ogden. Pleasure. Pleasure. <laughs> Can't remember how I voice with it. Pleasure. Pleasure. Can't remember. <laughs> and we are going out with a suitably dramatic theme. Oh, yes. It what starts it? off like it's going to be. It's, it's Alzo... Oh, I can never say this. Alzo Sprach Zarathustra. Uh, by Richard Strauss, which you will know when it starts. And okay. it starts a very, very scary, doomy, and you think it's going to be all about the dogfight. And then uh, Matt says it turns into <laughs> Chelsea and Susan unlocking the golden door, <laughs> the wardrobe door, and discovering all the beautiful treasures therein. So that's what we're going to have. Matt, you're so clever. I know, he is, isn't he? <laughs> he can wrap a whole week up in I know, one, one piece of music. One little tiny snatch of music. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Okay, so we'll say bye-bye. And um, bye-bye. you'll see Harriet and in two see weeks. You in a couple of weeks. You'll see me next week and hungover Jeff. And uh, let's hope... Don't let him drink breakfast wine. I won't. Before. I do not have any breakfast Good. wine in my house. Thank Good. God. Good. Um... Because I don't live in a skip, Bucks, that's why. Bucks Fizz is fine. Yes. Oh, yes, that's loud. It's just orange juice, officer. Um, and um, yes, let's hope this week uh, keeps up the same standard. Oh, I'm looking forward to it already, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll... <laughs> Thanks, Lucy. Thanks, that's everybody. Okay. okay. Go and sort out the fight with the girls. Yep. All right. <laughs> okay. Delicious fight. Okay. Bye. Cheers. Thank you.